0: On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. It is Monday while i'm posting this but normally i get the podcast up earlier however this weekend i was kind of busy like my old busy where i have something planned pretty much every minute that doesn't necessarily have to do with any self-care or something that i personally want to do i don't know about you but my introverted self misses the good old covid days where you legit didn't have to go anywhere because covid I am extremely lucky though, because my boyfriend loves to stay home just as much as I do. But for some reason, other than that, my schedule just keeps getting slated with random things and events. And I'm honestly just so over it. Not to mention, we are somehow still in school. So I'm just behind on everything, I guess. But, anyways, the podcast today is all about keeping your counter clean. So here we go. All right. So let's talk counters or kitchen command centers. Basically, Where is the spot in your kitchen where everyone gathers or everyone's crap gathers? Is it the kitchen table right when you walk in? The side counter? A buffet table? The island? I personally have a peninsula. It isn't quite an island. It's literally a peninsula. It's connected to the rest of my counter space, but it just like jets out. It was the best upgrade I did in the entire house. I built my house and it was a brilliant last minute decision. Everyone is always around that space. It's the first space you see when you walk in. It is where I throw my groceries down or get things ready to be packed up. And it is the area that if it's messy, I basically want to have a breakdown because I feel like my life is messy. You might be thinking, okay, dramatic much, which... If you work with me or know me, you know that I am very over the top, but it really does make me feel overwhelmed. It makes me feel like I have a million other chores or that my life is messy, and I think it is because it's the main area of my house. It's where we eat, talk, gather, and you wouldn't eat, talk, and gather at the local dumpster, so why the heck would you keep that main area dirty with clutter and garbage? Makes sense, right? I know. I'm brilliant. (laughs) Just kidding. So first things first, what do you got? A table, a counter, an island? What is that space I'm making you think about right now? Before we begin, you're probably thinking, well, she's a single girl, and she has no kids, and it's so easy to keep it clean, which I get. My desk in my classroom, I'm a kindergarten teacher, gets so messy by, we, the kids come in at 845, It's a disaster by, I don't know, 9, 10, because they have this, and they want to read me this book, and they leave it there, and they leave the red marker, and I don't know. There's stuff all over. I get it, but at some point, like, you have to make time. You have to make it a priority. I don't know. We're going to get into it. I don't want to get into too many details, but usually I try to pick up as we go, or if it just... It's just not one of those days. I always leave and make sure it's clean so that when I come in in the morning, it is good to go because when I come, if I leave it all messy and all like with their stuff on it and I don't make anyone put anything away, whatever, I don't feel as good to start my day as I do when I make them clean up. So anyways, let's hear your excuses. I have babies. My kids make it messy. My husband leaves everything out. I don't have time because I'm rushing in the morning. My teens don't know how to put a dish in the sink. Listen, everyone is trainable. I don't even know if that's a word, but you can train everyone and everyone can make time. So if you're blaming someone else, teach them. My my little kindergartners, okay, they come in in the morning. They turn the smartboard on and it's not like an easy turn on. You have to have the remote control, like, right in the right spot, whatever. I taught them how to do it. They turn the smart board on. They find the lunch count smart board document program thing. They open it up. I taught them how to reset it. So the names go back to the start. So they have like, it's start over. So it's not from yesterday's. They get the morning workout. They take the paper clip off and put the paper clip where it needs to go. They put the morning work in the turtle. Like they are completely self-efficient or, no, self-sufficient. <laughs> sorry, and they can do it all. Like I'm telling you, you can train anyone to do anything. But if you're blaming someone else, teach them. And if you're blaming time, you need to prioritize. I read this thing recently, and it said instead of saying "I don't have time," try saying "It's not i pri- It's not a priority," and see how that feels. If you say I'm not working on my growth because it's not a priority. Well, if that doesn't sit well with you, that's the point. Time is a choice. If we don't like how we're spending it, we can choose differently. So I just feel like if we start at home, making home a priority, keeping our home clean, keeping our home organized, our lives will be so much better. And guess what? Start with the place that you spend the most time, which I'm sure is that counter or island, or kitchen table, or whatever you were picturing when I asked you about it before. Okay, so now that we're on the same page of where we are talking about, let's talk about how it can get so cluttered, how to clean it up, and how to keep it clutter-free. So let me just start by saying, sometimes I listen to people's podcasts or YouTubes or whatever, and I think they're kind of like pushy or bossy or like ballsy, but that really isn't me. I just am really passionate about this. I don't judge other people's houses. Would I love to help them clean and organize? Yes, but I really don't care how someone else lives. Like I don't walk in someone's house and think, oh my gosh, their counter is so messy. Like I just don't care. Now, if they were like, how can I clean this up? I'd be like, all right, let's start. I can help you. But I really don't judge. Now, I judge myself like when it comes to my house because I personally want it to be clean. I personally want it to be organized for my own self. However, it's not always perfect. Right now, I currently have, it's not bad, but I have a bag from Walgreens with medication, some pamphlets from the stomach doctor, a notebook that I took to the stomach doctor, an envelope with a check, a lipstick, and my phone on my island that was clutter-free 20 minutes ago. But it's a process. Everything besides the lipstick and my phone landed there because it was all in my car. I don't need my car to be getting all cluttered. And I also need the meds, so I brought it all inside. I didn't wait. I pulled into in my garage. When I got in my car, I got it all. I used to be the type of person that was like, oh, I'll come back and get it. And then it's stuck in my car, and I forget to take the medicine. Nope, I try to finish the task. That's my little goal for myself. So anyways, I brought it all in. Well, of course, the first place it goes is the counter. And again, just like the car, I could leave it there all week. But why would I want to stare at all that random crap? The meds will be distributed (laughs) into my old lady medicine daily compartment. You know, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing. The leftover medicine needs to go into the medicine cabinet. The bag, I'll just throw it out. The notebook will go back into my office with all the other notebooks. The check that I have, it needs to go out to my car so I can cash it tomorrow. And the pamphlets will go into this like wooden bin where I keep papers and mail that I currently need. And the only reason it is still out is because I really need to do this podcast. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down and do the podcast and then I will do all that stuff. To put all that stuff away will take me just a couple minutes because there's not really that much stuff. But you might be sitting here thinking about your counter area and thinking it would take me forever to put all that crap that is on the island away. But the only reason it doesn't take me long is because I have homes for everything All that stuff has a home. I know where it's going. I was telling you guys where it's going. And if you haven't made homes and spaces for things in your house, you really need to just trust me on that one. So you're ready to clean it. Just start putting things away. Clothes go where clothes go. Garbage in the trash. Snacks in the pantry. Put stuff away that has a home. The leftover stuff does not just get shoved in a drawer. Figure out where it makes sense to go and where it will have purpose. For example, if you have a bunch of papers from your kid's school, but not sure what to do with them, go grab a folder and mark it school papers, and then you can leave that on your counter. Yeah, I know it's still something there, but at least it's organized. Once it's cleaned, wipe it down, like clean it off, wipe it down, like give it a good scrub, I guess, if you haven't. But the best thing to do is buy just a thing of Clorox Wipe, so you could just easily do an easy wipe Um, just at night once you put everything away. Okay now we're going to talk about everyone's biggest challenge which I think would be keeping up with it. So these are the tips I got for you. I'm not an expert but here we go. My thing would be get rid of a junk drawer which I am going to do a whole podcast on but I think a lot of times people swipe all the junk right into the junk drawer instead of putting it away in its right spot. So instead get some baskets. One of mine is like a junk drawer, basket, and I keep batteries and just random chargers and miscellaneous stuff in it. And then one is for paper and mail, um, just like paper documents that I need to keep out. And then one is for office supplies, like pens, tape, scissors, all that jazz. If you can't do that, at least buy some sort of little paper basket for your papers and mail to keep out and organized. My next thing would be to set rules and boundaries for the people in your house, make your kids and significant other clean up after themselves. If your kids are way too little, then set a rule for yourself. Clean up the counter before bed every night. Like a lot of random Instagram influencers I follow, like they have started that goal for themselves and they said that they've found it to be really like when they wake up and they come down to a clean kitchen, it's so much better and starts their day off instead of being like hectic and crazy and chaos like it usually is. Um, it's just nice and calming. I know for me it's nice and calming when I walk down and it's clean versus when it's not. And I'm just getting myself ready. So if you have kids, I would definitely try to set that goal for yourself because you'll just feel accomplished and ready to start the day when you walk into your clean kitchen in the morning. Also, remember that everything should have a home. If it doesn't, find one. I'm all about everything having a home. Another tip I have is dishes go into the sink and or dishwasher, no matter what. Okay, then my next thing is finish the task. I've talked about this a lot, but instead of putting something down, put it away. Don't let things pile up. If you put things away right away, you won't take a bunch of time later with a huge mess. If you really struggle with this, phone a friend or set a timer. Call your bestie and tell him or her the latest and greatest while you do a quick pickup and put away. Or set a timer for five minutes and try to race the clock. Make it a priority and see how much better your mood is. And don't forget to give yourself grace. Small changes make lasting impacts, but maybe try to set a goal for like two weeks in a row that counters clean. Or like maybe five days in a row or something. I I don't know. However, whatever goal you need to do, give yourself grace. And remember that everyone is going through different seasons. Your season might look different than your neighbor's season, but both seasons can be organized. right that's it for today not sure if this was super short or not but I wish I could clean everyone's counter and help them keep it clean it just feels so nice when I first was dating Nick (laughs) which I'm honestly still first dating him but when he came over the fourth or fifth time he was like wow you really do keep your house clean I think he thought it was just clean to impress him honestly I, of course, will 100% pick up more when people are coming over, like, rush and do everything, but for the most part, I just keep up with it, and the quote-unquote deep cleaning really doesn't take me that long. I hope I inspired you to go off and clean your counter. If you want to follow more, you can check out my Instagram at The Beach Classroom or my YouTube channel. I did link that down below. I haven't linked that yet, I don't think, but I do, like, teacher videos and vlogs and stuff like that. Side note, the podcast is number 41 on the Apple Podcast Charts for Home and Garden. That's the category that this is. And we're up to 46 states listening. The best way to support is to leave a review down below or just the little five stars. You can also share it with a friend. And last thing, last but not least, if you're looking for something to donate to, I have Colin's Project Outrun linked in the show notes. It's an organization that provides custom shoes to kids with cancer. Have a great week. Bye.